All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Fight, liberty, and the If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mac. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. Here we are your host, Skeleton Lance Miliaccio. Hey, there he is. Oh. I'm here. Always got to support the sponsors, George. And uh, I was feeling left out earlier when you popped on with your new swag shirt yep. from Beard Vet Coffee. Hold on. Let me move the I, mic so they can get a good I, look. I, I felt a little bit left out. And then, boom, Christmas time at the Miliaccio household and the Big Mig studio, and my swag showed up. I'm sipping my uh, my go. Beard Vet coffee out of my Beard Vet coffee cup. I've got a calendar. Now, i got to say something. This is a monster <laughs> thermal cup. When you're loading down this coffee, you better have a lot to do because you are going to be fully caffeinated with energy. That's Beard Vet energy. So that'll be for a bigger show. If I did that tonight, my family would probably be willing to kill me because I'd be jumping off the walls. This is probably my ninth cup today, maybe eighth. God is help that bad, us. George? Am I an addict? It, it is. Lance, you got problems, Man. bro. You know, but since you're showing know, off, dude. I'm just going to move the mic over and just do a, a Beard Vet t-shirt. Look at that. Support veterans. Buy some yeah. Beard Vet coffee, everybody. I have some clothes. I'll be breaking it out. I just got it in, so I didn't have time to change. Uh, listen. Oh, God. So, welcome back to the Big Mix Show. I'm your host, Lance Miliaccio. My co-host, oh, I got to point this way. My co-host, George Ballantine. Yes, sir. Tip of the spear, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. You know, that's what this show is all about. Educating, unifying the country one episode at a time. We're always going to expose the facts. Uh, we have a great guest uh, later on tonight in the show, Joe Altman. You guys probably know him very well. He is a Freedom Friday, America First Patriot. But I got to tell you, George. Yes, sir. First off, our sponsors, cmud.com, patriotic apparel for the whole family. You last-minute Christmas shoppers better hurry the hell up Wait a and get those gifts while you can. Uh, they've got everything over there, coffee cups. They've also got the Big Mig swag, which I got to tell you is doing very well so far. Don't delay if you want some of this stuff. We did a pre-order. It's coming in. Uh, a lot of it's pre-sold at this point. Get over there and place your order. There'll be more of it coming soon. Lance, uh, as far, yes, I just want to say, interrupt. As far as the big MIG swag, I know yeah. I was informed that Rat Dog bought um, one of their swag, big MIG shirts, and then somebody by the name of Kim bought four. Whoa. Four. Yeah. Kim. Hey, George, you got something going on with production. It says new text there. I'm Oops. not sure what's going on. Sorry. Hold on. Yeah, that's okay. Not a big deal. It <laughs> happens. At the end of the day, it's all part of the experience here at the Big Mig. Nah, We're, learning. Doing something, but nah. <laughs> We're learning at every show. 
I, I was doing okay. some, but it's all right. Hold on. So listen, Beard Vet Coffee, one of our other sponsors. We love these guys. Uh, you're going to want to head over to their website. And, George, it's beardvet.com. Is yes, that correct? sir. Beardvet.com. Beard yeah, they've also got Beard Vet Tactical, Beard Vet Energy. These guys have got their hands in all sorts of pies. Great company, America first, patriotic guys that believe in supporting veterans. Uh, man, they are super popular in our community. We're so proud to have them as a sponsor. Excited about it. Uh, man, and the, one of the best deals. I still, George, you know me, I'm a price shopper. 12 ounces for $12.99 is still coming up as an amazing deal no matter where I look. Have you been doing any of that, George? Are you doing the same thing I'm doing or not? Nah? I don't have time for it, Lance, but I know mm. I know if you're telling if Lance is telling you it's a good price, I'm telling you from experience of being Lance's friends, it's good price because the, the he he puts me through hell sometimes looking for stuff to I just Yeah. It's good. I, I I do love a good deal. Can't help myself, George. I, I know. Who doesn't, but you yeah, know. there's always something about a good deal. So listen, um, so you guys, obviously the holidays are here. We appreciate all the support. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up. We need the thumbs up. Oh, yeah. What, now, George, you, you got a donation already. That's great. Lucy Gun, uh, yeah. If you can subscribe, if you can afford to, help us grow our Rumble channel. Tell people about our channel. Uh, lots of people are super excited about our channel. Uh, would they appreciate what we're putting out, the information? Let your friends and family know that it's a great show to watch. We'll be having more and more guests. George, we got a great guest on Wednesday. You know that, right? We do. See, and, I, and again, I haven't verified my pronunciation. I believe it's right. Siaka Masakoy, as you know, he's an actor, very popular, recently indicted by the DOJ for peacefully attending J6. He's going to be on our show Wednesday. We've confirmed it. He's had his hearing. He was getting delayed. We'll obviously have to be careful because all we want to do is help him and not hurt him. But at the end of the day, we're excited to have him on the show. Uh, you guys should be too. That'll be Wednesday. We also have Brandon Gills coming up soon, who is Dinesh D'Souza's uh, son-in-law. Great guy, married to Danielle, and I believe their uh, daughter's name is Marigold. Great family, and he's running for Congress, and guess what? Big DT, Donald Trump has already endorsed him, so you know what that means. That's like the best thing you can possibly have happen when you're running for Congress, U.S. Congress, is to get Donald Trump to endorse you. That is uh, just about the best seal of approval you can get, which means he is exactly the person we believe him to be. So he's going to be coming on. We don't have a date yet. We're going to try to work it before the holidays. We'll see what happens. We'll let you guys know if it does. George, UFOs or non-human intelligence contacts, you found this story, uh, Dark Spiritual Truth. You want to throw up the thumbnail? Oh, yeah, the thumbnail. Let's go. Uh, man, this is, seems to be a hot topic now. I'm not sure why. Is it a redirection? Tucker Carlson has even uh, commented on this. We've got that, con at least a piece of the video. So the big news is that a former Navy rear admiral has come out, and he supports the UFO whistleblower claims. And he's basically saying that the allegations that the military covered up UAP encounters during his time in service, and he said the government should disclose the contact they had with non-human intelligence. Man. Wait, what? <laughs> so That's what our said. government appears to have been talking 
or communicating in some fashion with non-human intelligence. Tucker Carlson has also confirmed this in a manner that, you know, and you know him, he plays things very close to the vest. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of people talking about this. George, you've been saying this, that you thought this was going on for a long ass time. Not that I thought. I knew it was going on for a long time. We've been saying this for a long time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny because I can't say how or where do I know this information, just know what I know. But when you're talking about Lance, like even Tucker's scared. But mm -hmm. they ask why are bodies like people disappearing? You know, they saying the aliens are taking them. Yeah, well, we have some of their stuff, their, their um, entities too. So it's like a give and take. It's like an disagreement where the United States government has with these entities. You know, you take some of ours, we'll take some of yours, and they're experimenting. You think our technology comes from just out of nowhere, the way they blew up, especially with computers, Lance? I mean, no. I mean, I think it's suspicious. Uh, you know, we've heard all the stories. We've seen some of the videos. What I'm disgusted with is the same thing that's constantly going on. Where the F does our government get off hiding anything? They work for us. <laughs> we pay the bills. At the end of the day, they act like we're a bunch of like three-year-olds. Oh, you can't tell them about the UAPs. Oh, we can't let them know about that. Oh, we better do this and this and hide the truth. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I want full transparency with government. I don't think people, they act like somehow, oh my God, they're going to throw them into a panic if they know there's some little green men or the greys or whatever other version of uh, these people is true that's out there online. It's kind of disgusting, right, George? Aren't you sick of them lying to us? <sighs> that's all they do is lie to us. Anything that comes out of the government's mouth, don't believe them. 99% of the time, I would say, Lance, yeah, I mean, they say they hide this because the public is not ready for this. Yeah, we're not ready. ready to truth. Yeah. I mean, what are you saying? That we're stupid? That we can't handle? Yeah. You can't anything? handle the truth, George Palantine. Come on. Like, all right, maybe some, there will be some people that freak out, Lance. There, you know, there always will be. You know, they'll be overdramatic, you know, just like Trump derangement syndrome. But yeah. How do you figure that we're the only intelligent life in this whole universe? No way. No I way. think it's suspicious as you know what. At the end of the day, I don't believe it. I do believe that we would be naive to believe that this is the only planet with life on it. It's basically impossible as large as the solar system and the galaxies are, and we know there's multiple galaxies at this point. You'd have to be an idiot to believe there isn't. Now, I'm not saying it's, you know, uh, it, it's similar to U.S., uh, you know, life. It may be. It may, it's, I'm sure it's different in many ways because there are very numerous planets, stars, and galaxies and solar systems that have never been obviously uh, navigated because it's impossible at this point. So I don't know, but this guy said, George, it's about, and this is, this is Tim Gallaudet, PhD, retired U.S. Navy Rear Admiral and former NOAA administrator. Uh, it's about time that we disclose that we are in contact with non-human intelligence. intelligence. So, and, are, and he's not talking he, about AI either here. Let's just get yeah, that right. Yeah, he's not talking about AI. Uh, you know, some people try <laughs> to twist it around and say it, but let's yeah. play that video, man. It's a good video. Interesting anyway. All right, let's... Coming up. Here we go. I think it's about time that we do disclose that we, we are in contact with non-human intelligence. That, that's what needs to be put out there in the public. I think it's about time... Look at that. It's heavy, right? It is. I mean, put it out there in the public. I'm a big boy. Lance is definitely a big boy. We can handle it. Yeah. 
don't yeah, know I think about, I don't know about rich, rich. I don't think. But. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if Rich Esparza can handle it. He got no, mad sure already, Vance. He he's mad. What? He's mad, Rich. Because I, I mad? Why? Because I forgot to say that he's he's another person that bought a big MIG shirt. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, he did. well, Rich Esparza, thanks for buying a big MIG. Uh, we appreciate you doing that. Obviously, we want to get those out there. It's a great way to support us and and great advertising in the meantime. Also, we'll be coming out with more versions. We got some plans for some George for George for a new profile avatar that we're going to be working on very soon. Um, look, but here's the spooky part about this, right? Now, you and I, George, we're we're real believers in in good versus evil, right? And when oh, we're yeah. God guys, you know, it's God country family for us, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, and 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 we believe there's a lot of evil. What is a little unsettling is what Tucker Carlson had to say. He's kind of he says he's afraid to talk about this topic because he believes it's it's kind of a, it's like a dark spiritual truth about aliens. Now, I'm not sure what he means by that, but. He thinks it's a spiritual warfare truth about UFOs that they don't want you to know that somehow there's a spiritual side. Some people say these are the dark angels. Other people say that they're from other planets and that what they're doing is harvesting humans for all sorts of reasons. Uh, people have said that by uh, using a religious uh, you know, epitaphs, reciting the Bible and other things, they've been able to get themselves out of situations. Free, yeah. Yeah, pretty complicated. I don't, you know, it's hard for us to know what's truth with the government cover-up. But Tucker, let's play that video because I think the thing about Tucker that always bothers me, George, you know how he kind of telegraphs stuff because he had a conversation mm. or maybe a source came to him? When he talks about something kind of spooky like this, it bothers me. Does it bother you at all or no? It doesn't because, you know what, people are afraid of what they don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, if you know, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Well, let's play the clip. The second thing that bothers me is the UFO story. And, uh, you know, the more you dig into that and talk to people with knowledge, with actual knowledge of it, again, that's another story where there are some, you know, fanciful ideas floating around that are just, you know, there's no evidence that they're true. But if you talk to people who, you know, have actual knowledge of it that they gathered themselves, there are parts of that story that I do not understand at all that are really, really, really dark. It's so dark that I, you know, haven't told my wife about it. I mean, I, I haven't verified any of this, but this is not just stuff that I read on the internet. I know you all are very, very grounded in that story. So I think I know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. but there's some stuff there that's just like, man, I, I'm not even sure what that means. There's a spiritual component there that I, I don't fully understand. Um, so yes, that story bothers me. And I think last thing I'll say that one of the reasons that we've had all the, these disclosures and all these, what, 10 whistleblowers at this point, and it hasn't really become front page news. Part of it's suppression. You know, parts of the government don't want you to know about it, but part of it is the public can't deal with it. If you've been involved in this realm at all, you've heard the word cover-up, and it's always government cover-up this, government cover-up that. And the leading researchers themselves have agendas, and they are covering up information that they don't want you to hear, like what you're hearing from me today. After 20, 25 years of this research, working with over 600-plus cases, of abductions, we have found that the name and authority of Jesus Christ and a personal relationship with him can not only stop this experience, but terminate it as a life pattern. This gentleman that we had taken his testimony, he said that he had called out the name and authority of Jesus Christ, said, Jesus, Jesus, help me. And experience abruptly stopped and he woke up in bed. Well, 
these leading researchers off the record, they told me that they too had come across similar cases where people had either hummed a hymn or sang a hymn or quoted scripture uh, or something of the sort and the experience stopped. And I said, but you guys said that this couldn't be stopped. And they said, well, their answers were, we didn't know what to make of it. Hmm. We didn't know what to make of it, Lance. What do you think? <sighs> I like what you said when they're getting abducted, that people were quoting scriptures or calling out to Jesus Christ, and all of a sudden they weren't abducted anymore. I don't know what that which, means. Who knows? Well, which within itself, that's an that's a great point you made. What's 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 frightening about it, George? Right? Is that when we when we when we want to wrap our heads around something we don't understand, like aliens, we think about planetary individuals that are either visiting us or staying here. They talk about a lot of stuff about Antarctica. They talked about the greys. We know Alex Jones has spoken about a lot of this sort of topic. Uh, even, even Joe Rogan's discussed it. it. Like I said, we have to be naive to believe there aren't other life forms that we don't know, intelligent life forms from anywhere in the universe. But here's where it gets complicated for me. I believe this to be true which means that there's a whole nother interdimensional component to this, right? That's potentially there that, that may very well go back to, you know, early Christianity. Who knows? We see a lot of things in, you know, in history that it's hard for us to explain big jumps in technology, the Egyptians and many other cultures that you look at and say, well, how did they do that? It doesn't seem possible, which makes you believe they had some, some support. Scientists can't Was there a do it. But here's a question. Was there a trade? Did they give them slaves? Did they give them human beings? You know, I, I know what he's referring to that he doesn't want to talk about is the harvesting of human beings. Now, when you believe in Jesus Christ, you know, our Savior and our Lord, is, is that is that the conduit to stop them? Is somehow that been part of the negotiation with the with the planet or part of the belief system that's true? That's, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's pretty cringe. It'll make you uneasy. It might give you a little shiver up your back thinking about the possibilities, and especially since the government doesn't want to share the information with us, right? I'm going to make this real simple, real quick. If you're afraid of aliens and you're being abducted, just know if you have faith and you live by your faith and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you ain't got to be worried about uh, being abducted. You're good. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And if you don't, you got consequences. That's all I can tell you. What do you think? Reap the consequences. I think, it's well, I think it's well said. I think you have to stay grounded, you know? So, uh, you know I don't like this guy. I don't like what he's done to my big apple. George, this next story, you <laughs> dug this up. You know you know, I don't like what he did to my big apple, bro. It makes me angry, you know, being from Ford and Road, the Bronx, and then White Plains later on, Westchester County. You know, I got no use for this guy. I got no use for him. And the New Yorkers I grew up with have no use for him. You know, he's, he's not too popular in New York anymore. His polls are mm. really down. And it's funny because the last time he was outspoken, the FBI came down on him, took his phones. I, we never heard nothing about that, what was going on still. You know, yeah. you know how they take with, with um, investigations on, on a liberal, take years upon years. So a Republican, mm. that shit, he would have been either indicted or something but you know mayor adams here he goes he's ruined new york city even more and what'd he do now he's 
backtracking. First they didn't want to be a sanctuary city. Let everybody in. Open the door. <laughs> come, come. Tell tell New Yorkers you need to let them live with you too. Get the freak out of here. You gotta be crazy. You know, I believe he's reneging on what he supported. You know, he's like, oh yeah, we're sanctuary city. Bring them all in. Now all of a sudden he is blaming the federal government for what's happened there. But in fact, it's not the federal government. I'm mean, not the, not that the federal government is not guilty. Adams welcomed this BS onto the New Yorkers. Now he's cl claiming he's got a billion dollar a year issue that he doesn't know how to resolve with New York's budget. You know, he's alienated the police force. He's alienated the people of New York. I mean, this guy's absolutely freaking worthless. And I got to tell you, uh, there are a couple of people uh, that are very familiar with Roger Stone that say he is corrupt at his core. He's actually involved with criminal organizations within New York. Have you heard that, George? Yes. I'm just waiting for the, our esteemed integrity FBI to come and do something, but, you know, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Just like, I, I just like the great New York NYPD detectives and great crime fighters didn't do anything about yeah. Anthony Weiner's laptop. They were disgusted and horrified, but they did nothing. Yeah. Great. Let's play that video of Adams uh, doing his uh, reversal yeah. play he needs votes that's why oh yeah oh, yeah to do a real job of explaining to everyday new yorkers that the federal government has abandoned uh, this important issue that's a national issue so they're angry and it's gonna come out i'm the mayor mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? hey lance question. i'm a mayor what wasn't this another conspiracy theory about the immigrants mm -hmm. and what was gonna happen did it come true now well the truth is it's exactly. It's an invasion of the country. The, the, the story that we were told by our source, George, as you'll remember, was that they are bringing all these people in. They're writing down whatever name they're told because many of them don't have any ID because they had to throw it away on their way here, which is obviously a lie because they want to have that sanctuary, uh, you know, city and, you know, uh, issue status of that they're coming from a place and they need to be protected. The point is that a lot of people say that the federal government is making a list of all these people and they're shuttling them around the country where they're untrackable. And that's why they can have the, they're going to come out with this pool of five, six, seven, eight million voters that nobody will be able to track. Nobody will be able to contact and they can use those votes wherever they're needed across the country to cheat in this next election. Now, that is what we've been told by some insiders, and they said that is what they are fully prepared to do. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, cheating's well, the middle name of the game, right? They uncovered some of that already in New York that came out in the news. Yeah. So we know, well, what, we know what they want to do. They did it in Georgia, too, but Raffsperger has decided he's going to be a little bitch, and he's not going to do anything. He canceled the emergency session meeting on Tuesday. How can he cancel it, though? The governor's <sighs> one of the legal team called for it. Was it him that canceled it? I didn't know. Uh, I don't. Well, I, it was it was Kemp that canceled it. But the truth of the matter is, I don't really know what's going on. I said it's Raffensperger, but who knows? It's more cover up. Uh, but look, you you this video you've got. Here's another long line of military aged illegal immigrants heading into the United States. We've had numbers exceeding 11,000 individuals a day being let into the country. They keep telling you the border's safe. Uh, we outed that story a couple of days ago. For those of you who didn't catch it, 10 IEDs captured just on the other side of the border. 
I'm telling you right now, George, that I believe that these IADs, I believe they've been brought into the country and we're going to find more and more that's happened across the country and we're going to see acts of terrorism. Is it going to be linked to elections? Is it going to be linked to events? Are they going to try to use it for martial law? I don't know, man. They're going to use it somehow because you made a great point because if you look at all the drugs that they don't catch come over the border, now you yeah. have to think about how many IEDs they didn't catch come over the border. Now, this... this this is a illegal. dog isn't yeah yeah ben. go ahead well here's the thing the dogs on the border their specialty to date is drugs they're, they're trained to smell drugs the the, the backscatter x-ray that the the you the uh, border patrol uses you know they use those machines you pull in those aren't really designed to identify an ied especially if it was in pieces it wouldn't necessarily identify explosives because it does organic compounds, right. and specifically, they're looking for drugs. They're using drones from the Mexican side to drop stuff off on the U.S. side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, you said it. You could take, you could drone it over in parts. I mean, they deliver pizzas uh -huh. and shit and drone. Why not deliver no some IEDs? Hey. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So this is now. This is in uh, Rich's home state here, Rich Esparza, your home state, buddy. Mm. I know you're. Um, you're still healing from your back, but here's a um, illegal immigrant caravans that are heading straight into America. Where are the women and the kids? Hold on. From Lukeville, Arizona. I was just going to say that, Lance. You won't see not one, not one single child or woman. All men. How, what a dink. How many military age men you see there, Lance? I see a lot. Uh, looks like all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where, where's the border patrol where's the national guard uh, where's, you know, they're, where's they're making sandwiches they're working with the u.s marshals uh they're working with the air marshals to make sandwiches for these guys because these guys are hungry they need a sandwich they got to hand out the free cell phones they got to hand out the debit cards they got to hand out the free wads of cash they got to sign them up for their monthly stipend they got to figure out how to screw the veterans and give them some free health insurance george get them over to the va and get some free stuff all free American yeah. public, you guys get the goots right here. You get the, uh, that's what you get. Somebody's making, somebody says they're talking about my elbow like I got something growing. It's the chair arms, people. Chair arms, you see? Chair arms. <laughs> <laughs> people are funny. Let's just play this video of all these men, middle aged migrants, men coming over the border in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you notice in that video, mm -hmm. look at a lot of their brand new sneakers, brand new jackets, pants. They look oh. pretty good. Yeah, considering they just made some. Uh, How long of know, a trick? <laughs> who knows? Depends on where they're coming Darien from. Darien Gap? I mean, still. Yeah, yeah. the Darien Gap would be a long this trick. Brand but new. Obviously, the guy's sneakers obviously are whiter than my white sneakers. Come on. 
Well, Michael, Jan and, uh, you know, uh, Ann Vandersteel have identified that they're using buses to transport them right up to the border, that they're using planes, that they're using uh, other sorts of vehicles, and they're bringing them in groups. They're having them freshen up at the camps. The camps are being funded by NGOs, the U.S. government, the U.N., and other organizations. I just, again... I don't know how America is just not flipping out. All you have to go do, you know, we've gone international on the Big Mig show. George has been working really hard to get all our international channels loaded up. Thank you, We Lance. take every episode right now, 10 languages. We are getting a crazy amount of messages about we better wise up. We better take a lesson from Holland. We better take a lesson from France. We better take a lesson from the U.K., We've heard this over and over again, and Italy. our international viewers are warning us that this is such a bad idea, what's happening here. Yep. Lance, you know what time it is, sir. It, it, it is that time that it you love that to take commercial breaks. Not that I love to, but, you know, we but have things to Again, do. you're right. We should take a commercial break. But I understand. Let me say this. When we come back, don't anybody go anywhere. George has got, I think, a promotion, George, a big we promotion. Got some big promotion, some big okay. giveaway going on. Don't I'm not give gonna, it away. I'm not, but... Don't, you know, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hope everybody enjoys these um, holiday Merry Christmas uh, little logo things I put together for you all. All right. Yeah. See you in a few yeah, minutes. George has been working hard on his animation. Don't go nowhere. Skills. Let the dogs out. They got to go to the fire hydrant or something. We'll be back. toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions introducing sea of mud apparel your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural america we were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living let your clothes speak for you embrace quality comfort and the american way shop now at seaofmud.com Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? 
Beard Vip Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound. Brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vip Coffee. Make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome back to the Big Mix Show. Here with your host, Skeleton Lance Filiaccio. Here's truly George Ballantine. <laughs> You know, we're, we're laughing because George did an animation. And I said, it's the gift of the Big Mig show because there was a little gift box. Nice job on the animations, George, by thanks, the way. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. Hope you guys all like them. Um, so, <laughs> you know, before we get going on this, we're going to, I'm going to go over some special promotions and stuff with our sponsors. First, we have Holiday Extravaganza with General Flynn. If you go to General Flynn's website, generalflynn.com slash thebigmig, Anything on his site is 30% off. From his 5G books, AI books, to gear, anything. Just use a promo code THEBIGMIG on there. Right? Then you have our patriot, Mike Lindell, MyPillow. Now, I know I just got sheets because I need new sheets, and I was waiting, and I bought them, and they're really, you know what, Lance? They're nice and soft. They're comfortable. I don't get hot in them because usually I get hot the at night. sheets are nice. Yeah. So I definitely like the sheets. I know you got the dog bed for the dog, one of the dogs. Do they fight over no, it? Well, they all they all are possessory with that bed. And I mm. think it's because it's made with a kind of a really nice cushioning, uh, you know, fill. All the dogs seem to battle over that bed. I'm not sure what it is, but Mike Lindell has nailed the dog bed business with that bed. At least my dogs, it's approved by all five rescues. Oh, there you go. Approved by five <laughs> rescues. How could you ask for anything more? So go to my pillow. Use promo code THEBIGMIG. Now, here's a big one, everybody. We got Sea of Mud doing a big holiday contest giveaway. Okay? I'm going to go over it with you. First place, you get a custom RT Riddick cooler with a bottle of Redneck Riviera whiskey autographed by John Rich. Did you hear me? A bottle wow. of Redneck Riviera whiskey autographed by John Rich. With the cooler, let's add some more. We're gonna—he's got a sweatshirt, a shirt. You guys know how big a celebrity in the country music world is John Riches. I hopefully everybody in our audience knows that he's—he's he's freaking huge. I think they know. Okay. All right, I'm gonna continue now because you know Lance screwed my mojo. We all know John Rich, Lance. So you got a sweatshirt, a shirt, and a $200 gift card. That's for first place. All right, there's also a second and third place. I'm gonna go over that because you know. Kyle from Sea of Mud, the gift that keeps on giving. 
So third and sec, uh, second and third place, they'll get a cooler as well as other goodies, including merch and a book, A Patriot's History of the United States by Larry Skillcart, I think his name is. I'm bad with names. Everything from first, second, third, totaling over $1,000 in merch. Now, this will start on Christmas Eve and end on January 6th. Every dollar spent will get an entry. And we will have a bonus day somewhere in there as well as 10 entry points. Lance? So every dollar you spend at seaofmud.com on anything in the store, is an entry. you get an entry for right. every dollar. Starting Christmas Eve to January wow. 6th. It's really cool. So it's really you, cool. Buy, you buy a big MIG shirt, you get entries. You get entries. Wow. I might have to buy some. No, it's a cool, it's actually a really cool contest. I, I think it's exciting. And those are actually really, really good coolers. Yep. So go those to. Are, I think that's just about the best cooler on the market. I think, listen, the bottle, the um, autograph bottle by John Rich is awesome too. Like you get an autograph too. How can you beat that? So you go to seaofmud.com from Christmas Eve to January 6th. Every dollar spent is an entry in. For every dollar. Every dollar is wow. an entry. Spend a hundred bucks. That's a hundred entries. That's a great entries. promo. I got to tell you, he does a great job promoting that website. Just my hats off to him. He's always thinking of something good. Um, go ahead. No, I mean you can't beat that. How can you beat that? You just can't. I don't know. So don't forget, if you go to my pillow, use the big Mig. You want to do that. If you go to uh, General Flynn's website, you want to use the, the big, big Mig. Mig. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everywhere you go, the big Mig everywhere. Hopefully soon they'll be offering the Big MIG discount promo code on all platforms worldwide. Mm, that'd be interesting. <laughs> no matter where you shop, just put the Big MIG in and see what happens. That's it. And you get just a promo roll code. with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if they don't so, give it to you, uh, say like, "What the hell?" Listen, this is this is jacked up. I I don't like the Jeffrey Epstein story. Not our story that you found. I don't, I don't like, Bill like Gates. Which, I don't like the cover-up of Epstein, Bill Gates, uh, and all the rest of this crap. We've got a whole bunch of people that participated at Epstein Island and all his other residences. They were, you know, obviously abusing children, women. Uh, man, go ahead, George. This is, this is just rotten and terrible. This is actually um, Wall Street Journal investigated this. It shows Epstein... Continuing ensnaring young women for abuse after his 2008 conviction. You know, and this, here's, I'm going to tell the story. This is like a Polish model, right? She met with, uh, I think it was one of Epstein's uh, associates, probably um, one of the ladies sent her down, you know, to get it. They use women to get other women. They always do that. That's what Giselle yeah. was good for, right? <laughs> so they had Bill Gates there, um, Tajir Red Larson, the, the um, also agreement, I think that's what it was then president of the International Peace Institute, and Irene de Rothschild, the head of the Swiss private bank. Yeah, okay. Ariane de Rothschild. Yeah. yeah, and that was when the Polish model took the photos that we're going to show you at the New York townhouse with Allen and Barrick. This is Woody Allen. You realize that, right? Yes. Well, Woody Allen's a freaking creepy bastard. He's always been a little creepy. Look little. at him. He's always been. He, he looks has like a, a, I hate to say it. He has a real cho-mo feel to him, right? I mean, he, it's just, Wow. I mean, look at Bill Gates. They both look like creepy bastards. Yeah, yeah. If they, if they didn't have any money, they wouldn't have any broads. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah. me? And, and that's such a cover-up. Uh, and, and just so you know, guys, 
Uh, that's your FBI covering it up. That's your Department of Justice covering it up. That's your Washington, D.C. Uniparty covering it up. They have all the evidence. They took all the proof out of these facilities. Why aren't they exposing the truth about the Epstein flight list? Why aren't they bringing those people in to question them? Because you know why? They're wrong. It's a tool. They're back-pocketing the information. They're holding on to it to use at a future date. Maybe they want to get some nice insider stock tips from Bill Gates about some company that Microsoft's acquiring. I don't know why they want Woody Harrelson, why they want to put, protect him. I don't know what benefit there is there, but Arian de Rothschild, part of the Rothschild family globally, exactly. I mean, makes sense to really have be able to extort him. Plenty of great insider information. It's freaking disgusting. I don't know when this bullshit's going to stop with D.C. It's not going to stop until they have accountability and consequences for their actions. We need an arm of individuals, patriotic Americans, that are approved and supported by Donald Trump being reelected in 2024 that put us in control of the OIG and the rest of the departments so we can actually bring these people to the justice they deserve. You know, Lance, they, they're never going to put out that list because so many of them are, or their friends are on it. They'll mm -hmm. never do it. Like, I love what Julian Assange said. When all the information would be out there, was it like 99% of DC would fall? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they won't be able to walk down the street. Yeah. They should just, we should, you know what? We should just put a fence around DC and keep them in there. Like, you know, escape from New York. Just yeah. leave them in there. We don't you need know, them. There were lots of theories about that, that they were flooding, you know, D.C. and the rest mm -hmm. of it. None of it really came to fruition as far as I'm concerned. Again, a lot of people want to allege that things are going on. You know, when we talked to a Joe earlier today, and we'll have him here on the show in a few minutes. I don't yeah. know, George. I'm just, I'm worried. I have to be honest. I'm worried for the American people. I'm worried for the country. A lot of countries want to see us fall. They're not our friends. And we probably caused a lot of that, a lot of that we're responsible for. But I got to say that we're not the only ones dealing with this. All over the globe, there's issues. Netherlands, UK, Germany. This is an interesting uh, issue here in our friends in Germany at the Capitol in Berlin. We've got another farmer protest, more of the Green New Deal agenda, I'm sure. George, what's the story on this, brother? I mean, look, the Germany's government are trying to get rid of uh, farmers. They want to take their land. They want to control everything. It's almost like yeah. um, Hitler being back again, but without Hitler. It's crazy. So, like, the president of the German Farmers Association warned that the government does not withdraw its measures, that they will be everywhere from January 8th in a way the country has never experienced before. They're just saying they're not going to accept this. We're st that's it. They had enough. And just think about it, Lance. The farmers ain't going to be doing their jobs. Or they ain't going to be farming. People over there, what's it going to do to food? There's not going to be food. They're going to have to import more stuff. It's going to cost <laughs> more money. It's it's crazy. You but know what it, I like? They need have, to stand up. Have you up. seen where the farmers, and, I, and I, you know, again, I don't know anything about farming. I grew up in Fordham Road in the Bronx. We moved to Westchester County, White Plains later on. I'm a New York City guy to a, you know, barely a suburb uh, so farming is not really something I'm familiar with, but have you seen where, I, I guess there's a thing called a manure spreader and yeah. you use it to spread manure on your fields. Have you seen where they're hosing down the government buildings with manure? George? They're just letting loose, man. <laughs> well, shit go, shit okay. belongs with shit, I'm don't it? To the farmers of the globe and our international listeners, I, I support you guys. I love the manure spreader idea. Yeah. Spray their personal residences, spray the, uh, the government buildings, make sure that they can't move without having to step in manure. I, I love it. Talk about a great strategy 
you know, I, but I think it's time for them to go to their personal residences, go to their palaces, go to their government uh, housing, whatever you can do to make sure that wherever they go, the stench of manure, maybe even on their own personal cars, maybe fill their cars with manure. Maybe that'll get their attention. What do you think, George? Um, I would go to their houses. I'd go everywhere, Lance. I would just take yeah. a tour. I, I mean, like why not? Manure spread the galore. That mean, yeah. You know what's funny is like one of our big big mafia farmer farmer Jay. He's not even he's yeah. not here tonight, and we're doing a farmer story. He would he would be going off the rails right now. He'd probably want to jump in, stop his truck, get his tractors, and go to Germany with them. No, but do it in DC. Uh, you know something, manure spreaders. Uh, you know, lives matter as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> what is it? Manure spreaders lives matter. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I think it's great. Keep up the manure spreaders, George. Let's play the video. Okay. Hold on. Here we go, Lance. Thank you, Alley Cat, for your donation. We appreciate it. George. Yes, sir. I think if they start stacking up those tractors everywhere, it's going to cause a congestion problem that I really appreciate. I'm just thinking, imagine if our farmers did it. What would happen? I mean, you got Bill Gates buying up all the land, too, anyway. You know, I always said when that trucker rally was going on, what they needed to do was start dumping sea containers full of big rocks make them very heavy and they needed to start dumping sea containers on every access point into washington dc and basically just corral them in with sea containers block off all the highways block off all their services that's what i really thought should have happened to dc had they corralled them in and not allowed them in or out with other than a plane and using you know, a small dc private airport they wouldn't have anyone to get in and out because to be honest with you our government deserves to be shut down it isn't just agencies like the FBI or DHS or the DOJ. They all need to be shut down. So dismantled. I love it. I, dismantled. We support we support German farmers on the big MIG show. George, right? We support all farmers. Make German farmers great again, dang it. Yes, make German farmers great again. Well, we're gonna keep an eye on this story because Lance, because I'm really curious to see what the government, German government's gonna do and Hopefully it's successful, and hopefully our farmers will take a page out of their playbook. Uh, listen, mm. Italy's PM, Giorgio Meloni. Giorgio Meloni stresses incompatibility of Islamic culture uh, with European civilization and deems that Sharia law is, not, is impossible in Europe. That is the same story that our friend Tommy Robinson tells. That is the same story that Gert Wilder tells. That is the same story that the conservatives in Spain tell, that Sharia law is not possible in certain communities, in certain countries, in certain nationalities. Uh, I have to say that Sharia law does make me uncomfortable. I believe everybody should be happy, but uh, Sharia law definitely has some things in it that, that I'm not comfortable with. Um, George, this is a really interesting topic because we're talking about Italy. It's where our families are from. And they're saying that they're just ahead of us at this point, right? That ahead of us. They're like, well, basically, they won a race almost. Well, they're ahead of us. What I mean by this, George, I mean <laughs> that 
they've already had the invasion that we're now currently having. They're actually, they've experienced the after effects of having the invasion right now. That's yeah. what they're going through. The we haven't fully experienced that. Of bad government decisions that were intentional undermining. Yeah. Uh, I put up a post. There was a post that I caught some heat for. Uh, somebody took uh, in Ben Franklin in Philadelphia, took the statue and they decided to wrap his head in a shemag and put a Palestinian flag in his head. Now, the person uh, I was told they, they didn't know if they were Muslim. I'm assuming they were Muslim because they actually made a comment that seemed to be that topic. They were definitely Islamic. And what I contended was that it wouldn't be any more right for us to do that. I wouldn't accept if we went into their country and we wrapped uh, one of their players. Now, I knew that Muhammad, you can't make any art about Muhammad. You can't make cartoons. You can't make sculptures. I was doing it kind of to explain, well, what if Muhammad was a statue? How would you feel about it? Now, there's lots of other figures in the in the Islamic and Muslim uh, belief and religious system that could compare to a uh, 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 Ben Franklin. Now, a lot of people say, well, Ben Franklin was a Freemason. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about the politics of whether Ben Franklin was a good person or bad person. In our history, he's an important figure. I don't think you can culturally try to absorb or remove or destroy or defile other people's, uh, I would have to say, historical figures that are of importance to that, that country as far as its development, its history. And that's what they do. Now, this PM is saying exactly the same thing, that there may, the incompatibility of certain belief systems aren't able to culturally integrate. The Islamic and Muslim world, for the most part, has a belief system that says that nothing else should matter, that the rest of us are sheep. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know what to say about it. She's emphasizing her views. She's declared that these cultural systems, you know, not really compatible. They're specifically highlighting the challenges of integrating Sharia law in Europe. We've seen it, George. How many videos have you and I watched about this? Tons. Tons. Yeah. We just, I don't you know, know the quantity. No, Lance, we, I want to say, I want to bring something yeah. up, but a good point you're bringing up. So, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't go into their country and tell them to change their law. So how are you going to come into one of our, like our country, another country, mm -hmm. and say that your Sharia law is going to, should bypass this and that? So I'm going to give you guys an example. Me and Lance are going to start a religion. We're going to make our own new Bible where we can... Mm. do all kinds of crazy things because it's our religion does that make it right does that make it above the u.s law the constitution here mm. no it doesn't That's i mean good idea i would we, like that we could write include... a bible lance we could say hey any every yeah. politician that doesn't that lies is now we have the right to i'm not going to say it we, but use your imagination well, I, you could use your imagination uh, we could we could have we could make it in our bible george that every uh Every company in the U.S. has to tithe to us 10% of their gross revenue. I'd rather just eliminate with extreme prejudice, but okay. Can we do both? But, yeah, I'm just saying that you, that's the ridiculousness of it. Now, here's the bottom line. I, if people want to practice, you know, uh, you know, Muslim, and they want to be Muslims, and they want to practice it as far as it being their religion, that's fine. But I'm not comfortable with the way the Sharia law treats women. First of all, it makes me very uncomfortable. I don't agree with it whatsoever. And I think at this point, I'm not telling them that they shouldn't practice their religion. I'm just saying that maybe them 
going into all these different countries around the world and deciding that that's the religion, that they're going to pray in the middle of the street or they're going to do whatever. I don't think it's acceptable behavior. When you go into another uh, country and you go in, you should absorb to that country, not try to change that country's values or their <laughs> beliefs or their history, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. TK Graphic goes, oh shit, MIG religion. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. The big MIG mafia religion will be writing our Bible next week. We want every country, every company in the U.S. will have to tie to us 10% a let's month. Play, let's play this video because we're, we're going to come up. We got to get Joel because he's got a flight to catch. So let's, oh, yeah. let's, let's play this it. real quick here. Io penso che ci sia un problema di compatibilità tra la cultura islamica o certa interpretazione della cultura islamica e i, i diritti e i valori della nostra civiltà. A me non sfugge che la gran parte dei centri culturali islamici in Italia sono finanziati dall'Arabia Saudita. L'Arabia Saudita è una nazione che a casa sua applica la sharia. E sharia significa lapidazione per l'adulterio, pena di morte per apostasia, pena di morte per omosessualità. Credo che queste questioni vadano poste, che non vuol dire generalizzare sull'Islam, vuol dire porre il problema che c'è in atto un processo di islamizzazione dell'Europa che è molto distante dai valori della nostra civiltà. E io penso che ci sia un problema. Look at that. You know, Lance. Mm. No Sharia I mean, law. I, I agree I, with I, her. I disagree with everything about the Sharia law. I don't, I don't agree with it. Yeah. It just, that's my views. That's, it is what it is. It's, I mean, they treat women like, not even, worse than second class citizens, I think. Worse. It, it's, it's not acceptable for us. That's the way we were raised. But here's the problem. They're not integrating with the societies that they've entered, no. especially, obviously, we're seeing it in Europe. They've decided that they're going to make Europe change, that they're not going to change. And that's where you have to draw the line in the sand, because I'm not changing. You're, I'm not going to change my religious beliefs or my belief in the almighty God at this point. It's just not going to happen. I'm too far along. I don't see any reason to do it. And I don't, I, don't I don't support what they believe in. There's lots of things that I can comment on, but I'm not going to. It, it's not about attacking anybody. It's just saying that maybe you guys should just stay where you're at. Maybe you, know, you guys don't need to integrate into all these other countries. Maybe you should just focus on your countries and make them the best you possibly can. But the reason they're leaving those countries is because... Their religious beliefs didn't fix that country. They're moving to the UK. They're moving to Italy. They're moving to the US for a better life. But now they're trying to say they're not going to integrate with what's here. And that's a problem for me. I'm not okay with it. You know, so we could do this one way or two ways. You're going to abide by the laws here, practice mm -hmm. your religion, or don't come here. Simple as that. We don't need you. Simple we don't want solutions. you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, you're not going to be like it, Hunter Biden, like it's your way or the highway. No, Hunter Biden's oh, going to yeah. come, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going to come, but. In, that's a sense of entitlement that I don't know if they can even match. He's a pro at it. Lance, I want to get to this last because we're going to have to get Joel Altman on. So this is a Christmas miracle. This is like, this is very touching. I mean, he had a missing baby, right? And his name, get his name. His name is Lord, right? He got torn away from his house, from his crib from the tornado in Tennessee. It destroyed the home, destroyed. And can you believe this kid was found alive? He was in the tree hanging from, with his, uh, I don't know, is his bassinet or what do they call it, Lance? I'm uh -huh. not sure, but we're gonna show the picture. Yeah, it was a bassinet. Can you yeah, believe the this? The bassinet I mean, got hung in a tree. This is a crazy Christmas miracle. I just, I'm blown away by this. I'm surprised that, that I mean, thankfully they found him and thankfully he survived, but wow. 
It's unbelievable. How unbelievable. Can you imagine how relieved the parents would be? Because that's just, that's a crazy story. It is. And uh, I think you have, to, you have to believe in Christmas miracles, and there's one right for you. Uh, listen, we're going to take a break now. Don't go anywhere at all, Big McMafia or, or other subscribers. Hit that thumbs up if you're liking the show. Joe Altman with us here at the Big Mig studio right after the break. We'll be right back. Going to decide what sites you visit. And they're only going to allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety-nine percent of the web will be off limits. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee, make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. 
or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. As we told you, we have a great interview today. Joe Altman is joining us. Uh, this guy's an America First Patriot, a technology guru. He's got multiple companies, and I'm going to have him talk to you about. He's a gun store owner, obviously believes in 2A rights. You can't go wrong with Joe, and he is fighting for our country left and right. Uh, not always popular uh, opinions, but he will actually bring it 100% all the time. I really believe in him. He's one of my friends. George, let's bring in Joe right now so we can introduce him. Let's talk about some of these companies because I can't even keep track of how many hands <laughs> this guy, this guy's got his pie, his hand in so many pies, it's hard to track it. As he it knows not? what he's doing, that's why. All right, let's yeah, bring him yeah, on. There he is, smiling Joe. happy. Joe, obviously uh, airport bound and, and our contact at AmFest Man, I want I want you to tell the audience. There's one thing a lot of people see you online, Joe. Uh, they see you being what I would call confrontational, but I believe it's in a good way. You always challenge people with the facts. You bring the receipts. You bring the evidence. It's not like you're just out. Uh, you're pulling the lib liberal shyster move and just attacking people right. randomly. Normally, when I see you go after somebody, there's reason behind it. But I want you to start by giving the audience some of your background and how you got started, how conservative daily came to be, you know, the rest of it. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I was a I was a tech CEO for over a decade, um, got multiple awards, uh, created a, a data company that served large, to, uh, you know, enterprise level clients all the way down to SMBs all over the country. Uh, really wasn't looking to get involved in any of this. Uh, frankly, nobody's ever called me right wing or extreme about anything in my life up until 2020 when I when I saw what they were doing with COVID. And so that really pushed me to, you know, take a stand on how they were treating people, they were balling up the constitution, they were lying to people pretty regularly. And so it just, uh, it, I had, I had to do something different. I had to make a decision to do something different. And I think a lot of that just comes down to the fact that, you know, I've never seen a hearse with a U-Haul behind it. And so I was driven to kind of do the right thing and set all the financial interests aside to, to fight for what I thought was right. But you know, I got involved in the election fraud and the, this movement quite by accident. Um, and then, you know, I'm the one that uh, came forward first about, you know, Eric Kruber and Dominion Voting Systems. And uh, my life has been uh, unbelievably different ever since then. It's it's interesting how different people got in the fight, you know, and I, and I can say it in a way. I got weaponized uh, probably around 2007 or 8. I got tired of the lies, ended up being on social media to begin with. Uh, thinking that that was the right platform to get out. It wasn't necessarily kind of made me a target. At the end of the day, I got suspended, you know, with Donald Trump when Twitter 1.0. So a lot of work that had gone into my uh, account at that time. And I, even though I've gotten it back now, there's still all sorts of algorithms and restrictions. You can see it that my posts, uh, it's difficult to get one to go viral. We're on all the platforms. I would have never thought that I was going to be a political guy, but my daughter seems to be completely unaware of what's going on. And I feel like we're in the fight that's good versus evil. I mean, George and I talk about this constantly. And George, I want you to chime in here in a minute. Uh, look, we don't have a choice. There is no white knight. You know, I don't believe in the um, 
the theory that there's some organization that's going to come forward and save us. And, uh, and, and I've always been a hands-on guy. You know some of my background, Joe, and you know that I believe in action versus sitting on the sidelines. George, fight good versus evil, comment. You know, so when social media, I never was fond of it. I always stayed off it, never wanted profiles, nothing. And when Trump started coming around and, you know, teasing everybody he was going to run, and then we started getting all that bad press, that's when I made a, an ex-account, Twitter account. And because I was mad because there's always the meat. I'm like, why is the media lying? I live 10 minutes from New York City where he was at. Because one of his secretaries is my um, good friend's sister-in-law for, for a long time. So I know how he is as a man. I know what type of person he is. And what they're portraying, it just pissed me off. And I always wanted a businessman to run this country because, let's face it, the, the Republicans, Democrats, they don't know how to run the country. We're in too much in debt. No business would actually live or survive. So, you know, that's why I started, you know, figured out a way to voice get my voice heard and, you know, start building from there. I like to remain private as far as so much on social media, but nothing's private these days anymore. So let her rip. So, you know, all hands on deck here with us. Right? You know, you came on a, a, an interesting vertical, Joe, that you obviously, I, and I don't know what came first. Obviously, the technology came first. I don't know when the gun uh, gun store ownership. You own five ranges and three gun stores. Is that right? I don't know when that came into play. And then you've got a cyber company and now you've got a film production company. So can you give these guys just a quick historical? Because I know about all of them, but I don't really don't know how they came about. You know, so we wanted to build a complete vertical. And so we have a we have a data marcom company. We have a cyber company. Because obviously the IoT of things actually keeps companies out of trouble. And there's something that sits between the two that I think is is necessary. So when you have the cyber on one side, you have the data on the other side, one actually drives the other. And then the film company, the film company side. Just, uh, you know, we just need to be able to do commercials and short short films for our clients. And so we were traveling around the country hiring these companies. So instead, I decided that I would that I would go ahead and just start a company instead. So I did. And, and guns came. Just, I saw a guy that uh, that came in as a client. He was running a, a gun store and range. And I was like, I want to see what I can do with this company based on the fact that you're not allowed to advertise for that that. Uh, that uh, you can't you can't you can't spend advertising dollars in the marketplace on gun stores and ranges. So I wanted to see if I could grow it. So I bought it at a million and a half dollars in sales, and grew it to ten million in less than four years. Mm. And I bought two more locations, grew it to thirty million. <laughs> just started expanding it. That's so I great. Started to realize that there was just uh, you know I'm like the Forrest Gump of business. <laughs> well you know you know being the last shrimp boat captain is always does have a value there's no doubt about it i agree with that some of your commercials for the gun store and i like them i saw the one with the flamethrower it made me laugh I, obviously because i know you it made me laugh harder oh yeah he's he's got a couple of them and he runs them but it's interesting so the marketing dollars they still won't allow marketing dollars from from gun corporations or gun companies on is that mainstream media, basically TV, but you can do yeah. radio and you can do social media. Is that correct? Right. Well, you can do some social media, but we've been canceled probably a dozen times on social media accounts. And you can't spend money on Facebook or Instagram or any of those. You have to, you can't sell guns. You can only talk about guns. And so you can shoot them online, but you can't actually get involved in, yes, it's, it's really a, It's really interesting. How does, does, does Crowder, now, if I remember correctly, doesn't Crowder have Walther uh, sponsoring him right now? And yeah. how does he... Yeah. 
So, and, and he does it just by kind of doing the same thing you just described, by having the holster on and, and kind of having the advertising within the show. So it's more kind of uh, what I would call visual impressions and necessarily marketing, marketing a specific gun at a specific price. You know, it's funny, a lot of times when you're not in the business, you don't recognize that. You know, George, were you going to say something? I was going to say, you know, a nice holster and would look good over with my shirts, right? I think. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen, man. He, I want to say this. <laughs> being a gun aficionado, being a guy that came from a gun culture, and my background, you, you know, you've got all the right brands. You're right up my alley. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely. I like Sig, and there's so many other brands that I really like. And I, and I obviously have been stalking your store online <laughs> and looking at, it, thinking, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> Anyway, yes, Joe, I got no part thing. of this stalking stuff. I know he lives in Colorado, so do you. I'm here in North Jersey. I'm not yeah. involved. If, if you find any smeary, like, face marks on your windows, that was probably me. Just wipe them down and ignore it. Don't, <laughs> do not look at the security cameras. That's just me drooling. Don't get the fingerprint the window. Yeah. <laughs> do you know Don't look in the cameras. They're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you can wear a mask nowadays. You know that's that's uh, what the, that's what the FBI ignores is people in masks. They don't ever identify. I have to get you a gun for your stocking stuffer, Lance. Yeah. So so let me ask you this. So you're you're at Amfest. Let's go into this. First of all, what you know? Did you what, did you get invited? Are you a speaker? I, I really don't know. Or did you just go there to connect with people to find out what the hell is really going on? Are people going to make the right moves? So the, this this gets really tough. You know, I, I actually don't believe that conferences are going to be the thing that saves us as a nation. Mm. I think that we have to start standing in the gaps and doing the hard work to push back against these selected leaders on both sides of the aisle. So but we have to do the hard work and start talking about election fraud and the root of it, which is the machines, it is the mail-in ballots. And anyone that tells you that this isn't a problem is either lying to you or they're just stupid. Because the amount of evidence that we have related to the machines and related to the mail-in ballots here, it's 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 un, it's indisputable. And uh, so, you know, David Clements was out here. Obviously, he put together the film with Kent and Ken um, called Let My People Go. It's an excellent documentary that even if you're a crayon-eating idiot, even if you're a five-year-old, <laughs> you can understand what they did in order to steal elections across the nation. So, mm -hmm. you know, look, it's, it's, a, it's a very unpopular subject. Um, it should be a bipartisan issue. It should be an issue that every American. And so we put together this documentary, and he was out here at Amfest with Mike Lindell um, and others to remain unnamed, and uh, was doing a was doing a uh, uh, you know kind of a road show of walking around talking to people, and nobody wanted to talk about election machines. And so David <laughs> called me last night, and I was like, "Well, I'll come out there and, and rattle some cages." And so I came out here to give him some support, met with Mike. Um, obviously, you know, I built the new Frank Speech platform with, with Mike Lindell. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of cool things that we're doing on that side. But, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's like the big, it's like the swamp on steroids. These are people that stand as institutional uh, in the middle to as controlled opposition to any sort of change. And they talk the big game, but, you know, everyone wants to be a patriot, so you got to be patriot thing. You know, I often find that uh, people, uh, at least on our side of the aisle, and I do agree with you, it's a uniparty. <clears throat> Anybody that thinks otherwise is really confused because, you know, obviously we know what the Democrats are up to, but the Republicans are no different from their inactivity and their unwillingness to make hard decisions. They continue to, you know, saber rattle over, oh, should Joe Biden get impeached? Oh, I don't know, think we have enough evidence. What about Hunter Biden? Let alone the fact that there are plenty of people 
you know, uh, 400 plus crimes, you know, on the Hunter Biden laptop that were disclosed. Uh, it, 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 the evidence is there. We already know it all is. You know, I want you to comment on this. We heard, which I thought was an amazing story that the media was ignoring. We covered it here on the show. Georgia, 17,000 plus votes identified as being fraudulent. Trump only needed 4,000 to flip Georgia. There was supposed to be an emergency session on Tuesday, and it seems like the cowards became cowards as usual. Comments? Well, I mean, are you surprised by anything that they do? They they try to go back to the people that are making decisions, the wizards behind the curtain. But none of those decisions are being made for the greater good of the people. Like we know that the elections were stolen. They talk about the 17,000 ballots, but also wouldn't talk about where the ballots came from. What was the origin of the ballots? You know, why is it they discovered these 17,000 ballots? You know, what was the, you know, what was the methodology that they used to uncover it? So they didn't do any of that. You don't just pop up with 17,000 ballots unless you really know where the bodies are buried. Well, we've been telling them about the bodies being buried for a long time. But they are institutionally afraid. They're dishonest in everything that they do, but they are afraid of the institutional rot. That's why I say institutionally afraid, because you have the rot of the judiciary. We've already proven that they're going to weaponize that against the American people. You have the rot when it comes to the legislators. They have zero ability to have any courage. They have picked the weakest people among us in order to go and actually represent the people. And so they do the biddings of really bad people, which in essence is, or goes back to the intelligence community, the CIA, FBI, all the three-letter agencies. So, you know, you're not going to be surprised by what they do. And even though we, we uncover it, now they're just going to run back into their closet, kind of like they did with the 46,000 hours of footage on the J6 prisoners. We've gotten 200 hours, and they would think they think we're stupid. They take their time, they go through another 100 hours and release it to us, minus anything that would be damning or would include FBI agents, informants, or other people that they know would lead to the underlying factor, which is that they manufactured that crisis as well. Yep. You know, go ahead, George. You no, no, say I was going to say, we got, yeah, two two speakers of the House already uh, told us about releasing J6 footage, and we yeah. got we got uh, peanuts. Yeah. But, Lance, I want to put up his website yeah. real quick so everybody can see it for him. Yeah. Let my people go. Dot movie, M-O-V-I-E. That's where you can find his website. You can buy the DVD or stream it uh, on Frank's speech, right? Correct? Yeah, so once you go there and you hit the button, we either send you a DVD or a Blu-ray. You can choose either one or you can stream it on Frank's speech. So if you hit the, the stream now on Frank's speech, it takes you to it. Um, if you use a promo code BIGMIG, B-I-G-M-I-G, -I -G, uh, you can save 50% on it. Um, it means you can watch it streaming-wise for $10. You can get the DVD for, I think, $12 plus $9.99 mm. shipping to Hanoi. So, That's a good deal for the big MIG uh, subscribers and listeners. You catch that. You, you get a major discount for using the big MIG promo code. But not only that, you get to support an America First important documentary. You can share it with relatives. It's a great stocking stuffer. I would highly recommend because... Let's face it, the most powerful group in the United States is the American people. If they would unify, division is the weakness. That's what they want to do to us. They want to keep us divided by race, religion, party, uh, you know, ethnicity, and any other tool they can use because divided, we're weakened. 
you know, we're 360 million versus 535, along with some deep state funding snakes like Zuckerberg, George Soros, Alexander Soros, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari. You know, the list goes on. But if you add another hundred of them, th that only gives you 635. Yes, they have deep pockets. But let me tell you something. It's very difficult to beat hundreds of millions of people when they're all focused on the true criminality in D.C., George, I see you wrapping your hands there. That usually means you're ready to say something. <laughs> no, because we're, we're, he's doing this, Pete, Joe, you know it's coming. ADHD, man, <laughs> ADHD. So, uh, no, we're speaking, because there's so much, you know, about, to talk about elections. And actually, one of my favorite um, elections, the way you broke it down on Conservative Daily, I forget the um, tech guy's name he had on there, where he took his Mark. cell Mark? Yeah, Mark. Yeah. Where he took his cell phone, the computer, yeah. the flash drive, he actually broke it down so people could actually see it. That's my top all favorite because you, hundred percent, he's showing you right there how it's done and been done. But where do we go, time. huh? In real time, it was like real, a time. real time. Yeah, it was unbelievable, Joe. That was honestly one of the most amazing episodes you put together. And the truth is, the media completely ignored it because they don't want to disclose the truth. I believe they're completely weaponized and controlled against us. You see what's going on. We see it constantly, even on mainstream media. They want to ignore the truth of the bio labs in Ukraine. They want to ignore the truth about what happened with the vote switching overseas. They want to ignore Dominion, Skydal, Smartmatic. Doesn't matter whether it was a you know a uh, uh, somebody pulling out uh, ballots from underneath a table or somebody was pulling a van up in Detroit with ballots in it. You know, I coined the word early on, "deadmocrats." because we know the voter rolls are just completely removed. That word took off on Urban Dictionary. Uh, it, but at the end of the day, you see all this, and it, it, it's like we often compare it to somebody punching you in the nose and then denying, you know, you're bleeding, they've broken your nose, and they say, I didn't punch you in the nose. We're like, well, here's a photo of you punching me in the nose. Oh, that's not, that's not, I, that, I didn't do that. But here's the video of you punching me in the nose. I didn't punch you in the nose, Joe. It never, I, you didn't get punched. You must have fallen or something. It's, it's that crazy, and, and they look at us like, and you know, uh, Grok, the AI on um, X. X, just called the Big MIG show, said that we were trendsetters, but that we were also conspiracy theorists, <laughs> which at this point we know is a badge of honor because this week's conspiracy theory is next week's fact. But how, Joe, here's the question, man, and this is the one we always come down to because we always want to give the listeners some hope. Man, what do we, where do we go from here? Because we know we need paper ballots and we know they probably need to be watermarked and we know we need hand counting and we know we need voter ID. They're flooding our border uh, with, with, the, with criminal, you know, uh, it's a criminal organization that's potential just completely, voters. and they're all potential voters because they're keeping a list. We've heard from our sources that they're taking the information, even without true, because most of them don't even have IDs because they're throwing out their IDs away and they're letting Ben Bergwam and, and Michael Yan pick them up. The truth is they're giving fake identities. They're, they're, they're being mixed into the United States. Where do we go from here? How do we fix this? We, we've got this onslaught, five, six million false voters they're going to be put in. We know Joe Biden is getting ready to cheat again if they're even going to use him, if it's not going to be Big Mike and, and uh, Newsom. I think it's going to be Big Mike and Newsom is going to be the announcement because they're going to say Joe has decided not to run or whatever because at this point I don't think he's, he's going to a disaster. I mean, they, they can't keep him out of diapers. So, Joe, what do we do? How do we fix it now, and how do we get enough people in the United States to recognize that it has to be fixed by us. So I, th I think you have to look at, you have to look at the, the 
prescription, right? So prescription, if you go back over the last 4,000 years, has always been the people. And if you go to Let My People Go and you watch the movie, at the very movie, it talks about Gideon. Um, and we have this thing called the Gideon Project. The Gideon, if you know anything about the story of Gideon and Gideon's armies, you, they went from, you know, 30,000 to 10, 32,000 to 10,000, 10,000 to 300. Those 300 defeated 185,000 people and also was running off about 15,000 after they, and, that, and not one of them lost their life. And so do we want to go to battle? The answer is no, we don't. But we're just looking for a few good men. We're looking for 300, 400, 500 in every community across the United States that are willing to stand up and say no. They're willing to use the word no in order to protect those that are most in need. We call that standing in a place of interposition between those that would do harm and those to be harmed. And you, you would say, well, Joe, that, that sounds like you're, you're you know, operating or asking for violence. Well, no, 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 we're, we're looking for force. The evil has never relented in the history of man. And every single time there's been a, a rise in tyranny, look in the 1940s with you know, uh, Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was revered. He was revered. He was People Magazine's, or excuse me, Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Right? Here's a guy that's a murderous thug. And they were, he was being revered. Well, what is happening in the country now? What is happening around the world? They got Caitlyn Jenner, uh, you know, Bruce Jenner, on the on the cover of every magazine. You got the border wide open. We're talking about how it's right, but people are being trafficked. I mean, there's 86,000 children that disappeared. These mm -hmm. trafficking operations. I want to help people too. Like I, I truly want. I've lived my life that way. But do we want to take 86,000 children and give them over to people that are using them in the sex trade? Because that's what's happened. Right, little boys and little girls are being used at the at the whim of some really one hundred percent. Right, so so we've got to start talking about the real issues that, that plague us. But we need three, four, five hundred men to show up to every council meeting. We need the people that are sitting in these positions of trust and authority, who, by the way, are selected, not elected, at every level. Every they're not just stealing the president of the United States; they're stealing everything, and they're not mm -hmm. just stealing it for Republicans; they're stealing it for Democrats; stealing it. they're stealing it from everybody. Right, they're they're choosing their candidates. We've got to be able to rise up in such a way that it doesn't require violence and that we push these people out. They've done it. They did it in a town in Michigan. They basically just changed all the locks on them, kicked yeah. all the people to town. Yeah, I saw that. Great story. Can we do that in the White House? Can we change the locks on the White House? Why can't we? We could. I mean, you have, some, you have some freak in the Senate building that's having butthole sex in the, in the Senate. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on now. This he is got fired thing. finally today. You got fired. How about you? The fact that you could walk peacefully into the Capitol and not do anything, and you get 20 years in prison. But if you mm -hmm. walk in there and have have gay sex on a on a table in mm -hmm. a Senate room, hearing room, that's, that's which there are statutes for that sort of behavior that should be enforced. But yeah. you know, that's the big. That's something I always circle back to. I kid around a lot on this show that I want to be the. I'm not qualified and I don't deserve the position, but I would like to be the OIG. And I want to be called Lance the Grim Reaper Miliacho OIG. At the end of the day, the problem I see in D.C. and throughout everything from state government down to county level is that there are no consequences. There's no accountability. The behavior is being reinforced. So whether it's this ridiculous DEI LGBTQT plus, you know, 65-135, every time I turn around, they add another number, another letter and it's forced rhetoric. It's brainwashing. They want to push it in the school system so that our, our children think it's normal, that it's a normal process. We're seeing, you know, that transgender thing that took 
took its top off at, 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 the, at the White House during that event. But then you take the other side of it. You see the, the, and I can't, this is something I can't figure out because let's face it, the SEC has, and so does the FCC, has specific rules about advertising and using airwaves and the rest of it. I don't understand how these Democratic shills, we've seen the large group that's paid on X and other groups, there's pictures of them in D.C., all all excited, and they're getting checks every month, and yet they, it doesn't say sponsored post. They sit there, they get driven, uh, you know, narratives from Signal or other private channels, and they're told, this is the narrative, push on this. And they're organized in a way that's trickery, right? It's, it's a lie to the American public. The, the, the problem comes from how do you stop those sort of things? I mean, we got lucky that Elon Musk has disclosed a lot of it. Has he disclosed all of it? Absolutely not. There's way more to the story. We hear lots of stories from coming inside. George and I were talking about this just the other day that, you know, so many of the American public are just confused, right? They don't get it. They don't realize that they are being lied to on every front. So how do you convince them that this is needed? Because they're, listen, take the paid people out, take the bots out, take the paid shills out. You have to be honest. There's a tremendous amount of people that you see venting on social media. And this is how we get the tone because we're more social media guys than you. You're probably the smarter one because you stay off of it more than we do. It's part of our model and we, we're on there constantly. He's running all but his businesses. So Ah, oh God, but George, how many times do we see somebody and they're just you know, pontificating on there? Oh my God, Trump's a misogynist. I, and, and, he, and he's got, and he uses too much self-tanner and I don't understand why he's looking at the UFC girl. These are legitimate, these are actual real accounts because we look at them, we can tell by the replies that they're probably not boxers. Because he shows. wasn't looking at the fighter's body. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, who's not going to look at an attractive yeah. UFC guy if you're a straight male? But yet, they want to give us these insanely twisted individuals, and it's a mental health crisis, right? I mean, this guy that got caught having, you know, homosexual sex in the Senate room, that's, that's not a one-off. What we're hearing, we've heard it over and over again, is that there's lots of that kind of stuff going on in D.C. because there's no consequences. How do we get back to them having to, you know, let's face it, Joe, if you insider trade tomorrow on some information I just provided you, we're both going to jail. Right. How, how do we get back to that? I mean, it's going to take, again, we got to get back to prescription, and prescription is always the people. But the hard part is, is that we have to recognize, we keep, you know, trying to use innuendos and ingratiating ourselves with people that don't don't deserve our ingratiation. In other words, we, we want to sit here and say we you know back the blue. Well I back the blue in my neighborhood if they do the right thing. Why would I why would I have this universal deal to say I back everyone that wears a uniform? It's just not true. It's being disingenuous. And then we want to try and reason with cops when they have Antifa burning down buildings. And we want to reason with them saying we we backed you. Why are you not backing us? You betrayed us. Get out of here. The second that they use the words, I'm just doing my job, they, they, they become the enemy of the people, mm -hmm. right? And we have, to start, we have to start drawing the line in the sand that the Americans are over here and everyone else is over there. Right? And it, if you don't like it, tough. You know, yeah. I want to add something, Lance, because we're talking about the Democrats, the paid, you know, the guys paid the post. You have a failed GOP because the GOP is doing nothing to combat that, to even take social media influencers, pay them to put, talk, put like, ads out for them and stuff. They're not doing it. They're just... They're non-existent. They'd rather just want to rather spend money on flowers and decorating offices and private yeah. flights and anything. $90,000 this year on floral mm. arrangements is my understanding. You know, she raised $250 million for election integrity. Nothing was done about it. She's buying wardrobes of clothing, remodeling yeah. uh, offices and residences. 
you know, the misappropriation and misuse of funds, you would think that would be criminal. If you raise monies and you don't use it for what you raise the money for, that's that's fraudulent conversion. At what? the end of the day, you would think that we'd have a process, but we've got this weaponized FBI. You know, we've been talking, Joe, and they're great guys. We deal with the suspendables a lot. You know, Kyle Serafin and and awesome, uh, Garrett O'Boyle and Steve yep. Friend. And, and, when you know, Sonia Labasco, we have a great relationship with her. They're great people. Those are the kind of people we would want to have as agents and officers, but they're pushing them all out when they become whistleblowers, which they're supposed to have protected status. But the truth of the matter is there is no protected status for them. They're getting attacked. They're getting alienated. They're being, they're, they're, you know, they're uh, you, Steve Gray, an amazing guy, the exact guy we would want as an FBI agent pushed out because the criminality from the top down, they're trying to force people that went there to defend the country and defend the people they're they're making them become criminals and maybe these guys don't want to be criminals you know the, the the collusion that we see between the doj and it rolls downhill and you we both know that what happened to rudy giuliani should have never happened up. i was yeah, gonna bring that up i want to i wanted to ask him a question well, you take it over george because i know you feel extremely strong about the giuliani so, situation I was looking at, like, with all this election, you know, fraud, is there a way to introduce this in a court where it actually be put on, put on record? And I was thinking, like, Giul Giuliani's case, I don't know. I haven't really looked they into it. They wouldn't they didn't let, let him. him? Yeah. Is that the, okay? Yeah, that explains a, it, because I wasn't saying. Longer, this is a longer, we should do a longer podcast on this. Unfortunately, I had to go get on my plane. Oh, um, Okay. Well, so and, and, and we appreciate the time you did give us, Joe. So we want to make sure you have time to plug the documentary because that's one of the main reasons we wanted John Day to support it. So maybe we need to re revisit the Giuliani situation. Yeah. I'd love to have you I back on the show. Maybe you can bring Apollo. We'll do a thing. When you get back to Denver, call me. Let's connect on the other stuff right. we talked about. But let's plug the documentary right now so we don't make you miss your flight and your wife doesn't kill you and then me. <laughs> it's, his, it's his wife's birthday and he's oh. rushing back happy birthday happy mrs birthday. olbin happy birthday yeah. <laughs> she's an amazing woman put up with me for over 20 years incredible congratulations on that happy birthday um, to her from all of us so so the here here's what i would tell you the, the let my people go dot movie right it's uh look it's a it's a documentary it's about two hours of your life if you don't come out the other end of that pissed off about what the government has done to people that are just your neighbors, um, I don't know what will. And it's not, again, it's not an issue of Republican or Democrat. It's an issue of, are they telling us the truth? Are they stealing our voice? Are they manipulating us in any way? And if they are, then that means that they're not representing our interests. And that's really what we have to look at. So that's what this documentary does. It gets to the root of it in a very simple way that nobody can dispute. I mean, there's zero way that you can dispute factual evidence that's presented in this in this documentary and how we would have never had a January 6th had we not had a November 3rd stealing of the election. Absolutely. Well, Safe God travels. bless you, Joe. Make that flight. We really appreciate you joining us for the time you had. Let's do it again very soon. Safe flight, Joe. All right. God bless. All right. God bless you guys. All right.
gear up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping being done now while quantities last. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. As we told you, we have a great interview today. Joe Altman is joining us. Uh, this guy's an America First Patriot, a technology guru. He's got multiple companies, and I'm going to have him talk to you about. He's a gun store owner, obviously believes in 2A rights. You can't go wrong with Joe, and he is fighting for our country left and right. Uh, not always popular uh, opinions, but he will actually bring it 100% all the time. I really believe in him. He's one of my friends. George, let's bring in Joe right now so we can introduce him. Let's talk about some of these companies because I can't even keep track of how many hands <laughs> this guy, this guy's got his pie, his hand in so many pies, it's hard to track it. As he it knows not? what he's doing, that's why. All right, let's yeah, bring him yeah, on. There he is, smiling Joe. happy. 
Joe, obviously uh, airport bound and, and our contact at AmFest. Man, I want, I want you to tell the audience, there's one thing, a lot of people see you online, Joe. Uh, they see you being what I would call confrontational, but I believe it's in a good way. You always challenge people with the facts. You bring the receipts. You bring the evidence. It's not like you're just out, uh, you're pulling the lib liberal shyster move and just attacking people right. randomly. Normally, when I see you go after somebody, there's reason behind it. But I want you to start by giving the audience some of your background and how you got started, how conservative daily came to be, you know, the rest of it. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I was a I was a tech CEO for over a decade, um, got multiple awards, uh, created a, a data company that served large to, uh, you know, enterprise level clients all the way down to SMBs all over the country. Uh, really wasn't looking to get involved in any of this. Uh, frankly, nobody's ever called me right wing or extreme about anything in my life up until 2020 when I, when I saw what they were doing with COVID. And so that really pushed me to, you know, to take a stand on, how they were treating people, they were balling up the constitution, they were lying to people pretty regularly. And so it just, uh, it, I had, I had to do something different. I had to make a decision to do something different. And I think a lot of that just comes down to the fact that, you know, I've never seen a hearse with a U-Haul behind it. And so I was driven to kind of do the right thing and set all the financial interests aside to, to fight for what I thought was right. But you know, I got involved in the election fraud and the, this movement quite by accident. Um, and then, you know, I'm the one that uh, came forward first about, you know, Eric Kruber and Dominion Voting Systems. And uh, my life has been uh, unbelievably different ever since then. It's it's interesting how different people got in the fight, you know, and I, and I can say it in a way I got weaponized uh, probably around 2007 or eight. I got tired of the lies, ended up being on social media to begin with, uh, thinking that that was the right platform to get out. It wasn't necessarily kind of made me a target at the end of the day, got suspended, you know, with Donald Trump when Twitter 1.0. So a lot of work that had gone into my uh, account at that time. And I, oh, even though I've gotten it back now, there's still all sorts of algorithms and restrictions. You can see it that my posts, uh, it's difficult to get one to go viral. We're on all the platforms. I would have never thought that I was going to be a political guy, but my daughter seems to be completely unaware of what's going on. And I feel like we're in the fight that's good versus evil. I mean, George and I talk about this constantly. And George, I want you to chime in here in a minute. Uh, look, we don't have a choice. There is no white knight. You know, I don't believe in the um, the theory that there's some organization that's going to come forward and save us. And, uh, and, and I've always been a hands-on guy. You know some of my background, Joe, and you know that I believe in action versus sitting on the sidelines. George, fight good versus evil, comment. You know, so when social media, I never was fond of it. I always stayed off it, never wanted profiles, nothing. And when Trump started coming around and, you know, teasing everybody he was going to run, and then we started getting all the bad press, that's when I made a, an X account, Twitter account. And because I was mad because there's always the meat. I'm like, why is the media lying? I live 10 minutes from New York City where he was at. His one of his secretaries is my um, good friend's sister-in-law for, for a long time. So I know how he is as a man. I know what type of person he is and what they're portraying. It just pissed me off. And I always wanted a businessman to run this country because let's face it, the, the Republicans, Democrats, they don't know how to run the country. We're too much in debt. No business would actually live or survive. So, you know, that's why I started, you know, figured out a way to voice 
get my voice heard and, you know, start building from there. I like to remain private as far as so much on social media, but nothing's private these days anymore. So let her rip. So, you know, all hands on deck here with us. Right? You know, you came on a, a, an interesting vertical, Joe, that you obviously, I, and I don't know what came first. Obviously, the technology came first. I don't know when the gun uh, gun store ownership you own five ranges and three gun stores is that right i don't know when that came into play and then you've got a cyber company and now you've got a film production company so can you give these guys just a quick historical because i know about all of them but i don't really don't know how they came about you know so we wanted to build a complete vertical and so we have a we have a data marcom company we have a cyber company because obviously the iot of things actually keeps companies out of trouble and there's something that sits between the two that I think is is necessary. So when you have the cyber on one side, you have the data on the other side. One actually drives the other. And then the film company, the film company side, just uh, you know, we just needed to be able to do commercials and short short films for our clients. And so we were traveling around the country hiring these companies. So instead, I decided that I would that I would go ahead and just start a company instead. So I did. And and guns came. Just I saw a guy that uh, that came in as a client. He was running a, a gun store and range. And I was like, I want to see what I can do with this company based on the fact that you're not allowed to advertise for that, that, uh, that, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't spend advertising dollars in the marketplace on gun stores and ranges. So I wanted to see if I could grow it. So I bought it at a million and a half dollars in sales and grew it to 10 million in less than four years. Mm. And I bought two more locations, grew it to 30 million, <laughs> just started expanding it. That's so I great. Started to realize that there's just, uh, you know, I'm like the Forrest Gump of business. <laughs> well, you know, you know, being the last shrimp boat captain is always does have a value. There's no doubt about it. I agree with that. Like Gen A, Gen A, or yet. Well, I've seen some of your commercials for the gun store, and I like them. I saw the one with the flamethrower. It made me laugh. I, obviously, because I know you, it made me laugh harder. Oh yeah, he's he's got a couple of them. And he runs them, but it's interesting. So. The marketing dollars, they still won't allow marketing dollars from, gu from gun corporations or gun companies on, is that mainstream media, basically TV, but you can do yeah. radio and you can do social media. Is that correct? Right. Well, you can right. do some social media, but we've been canceled probably a dozen times on social media accounts. And you can't spend money on Facebook or Instagram or any of those. You have to, you can't sell guns. You can only talk about guns. And so you can shoot them online, but you can't actually get involved in. Yes, it's, it's really a. It's really interesting. How does this, does Crowder now? If I remember correctly, doesn't Crowder have Walther uh, sponsoring him right now? And how yeah. does he? Yeah. So and and he does it just by kind of doing the same thing you just described by having the holster on and and kind of having the advertising within the show. So it's more kind of uh, what I would call visual impressions and necessarily marketing marketing a specific gun at a specific price. You know, it's funny. A lot of times when you're not in the business, you don't recognize that. You know, George, were you going to say something? I was going to say, you know, a nice holster and would look good over with my shirts, right? I think. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, listen, man. He, I want to say this. <laughs> being a gun aficionado, being a guy that came from a gun culture, and in my background, you, you know, you've got all the right brands. You're right up my alley. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely. I like Sig, and there's so many other brands that I really like. And I, and I obviously have been stalking your store online. <laughs> 
I've been looking at it, thinking, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so we're, Joe, we're I got no part thing. of this stalking stuff. I know he lives in Colorado, so do you. I'm here in North yeah. Jersey. I'm not yeah. involved. If, if you find any smeary, like, face marks on your windows, that was probably me. Just wipe them down and ignore it. Don't, <laughs> do not look at the security cameras. That's just me drooling. Don't get the fingerprint the window. <laughs> yeah. Do you know you know look in the cameras. They're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you can wear a mask nowadays, you know. That's, that's, uh, what, that, that's what the FBI ignores is people in masks they don't ever identify have to get you a gun for your stocking stuffer lance yeah so so let me ask you this so you're you're at Amfest. let's go into this first of all what you know did you what did you get invited are you a speaker i i really don't know or did you just go there to connect with people to find out what the hell is really going on are people going to make the right moves so the, this this gets really tough you know i actually don't believe that conferences are going to be the thing that saves the nation Mm. I think that we have to start standing in the gap and doing the hard work to push back against these selected leaders on both sides of the aisle. So but we have to do the hard work and start talking about election fraud and the root of it, which is the machines, it is the mail-in ballots. Definitely. And anyone that tells you that this isn't a problem is either lying to you or they're just stupid. Because the amount of evidence that we have related to the machines and related to the mail-in ballots, are, it's, 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 un, it's indisputable. And uh, so, you know, David Clements was out here. Obviously, he put together the film with Kent and Ken um, called Let My People Go. It's an excellent documentary that even if you're a crayon-eating idiot, even if you're a five-year-old, <laughs> you can understand what they did to, in order to steal elections across the nation. So, you know, look, it's, it's, it's a very unpopular subject. Um, it should be a bipartisan issue. It should be an issue that every American and so we put together this documentary, and he was out here at AmFest with Mike Lindell um, and others to remain unnamed, and uh, was doing a was doing a uh, uh, you know kind of a road show of walking around talking to people, and nobody wanted to talk about election machines. And so David <laughs> called me last night, and I was like, "Well, I'll come out there and, and rattle some cages." And so I came out here to give him some support. Met with Mike. Um, obviously, you know, I built a new Frank speech platform with with Mike Lindell. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of cool things that we're doing on that side. But, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it's like the big it's like the swamp on steroids. These are people that stand as institutional uh, in the middle to as controlled opposition to any sort of change. And they talk the big game. But, you know, everyone wants to be a patriot. So you got to do patriot things. You know, I often find that uh, people, uh, at least on our side of the aisle, and I do agree with you, it's a uniparty. Anybody that thinks otherwise is really confused because, you know, obviously we know what the Democrats are up to, but the Republicans are no different from their inactivity and their unwillingness to make hard decisions. They continue to, you know, saber rattle over, oh, should Joe Biden get impeached? Oh, I don't know. think we have enough evidence. What about Hunter Biden? Let alone the fact that there are plenty of people, uh, you know, uh, 400 plus crimes, you know, on the Hunter Biden laptop that were disclosed. Uh, it, 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 the evidence is there. We already know it all is. You know, I want you to comment on this. We heard, which I thought was an amazing story that the media was ignoring. We covered it here on the show. Georgia, 17,000 plus votes identified as being fraudulent. Trump only needed 4,000 to flip Georgia. There was supposed to be an emergency session on Tuesday, and it seems like the cowards became cowards as usual. Comments? Well, I mean, are you surprised by anything that they do? They, they try to go back to the people that are making decisions, the wizards behind the curtain. But none of those decisions are being made for the greater good of the people. 
Like we know that the elections were stolen. They talk about the 17,000 ballots, but also wouldn't talk about where the ballots came from. What was the origin of the ballot? You know, why is it they had discovered these 17,000 ballots? You know, what was the, you know, what was the methodology that they used to uncover it? So they didn't do any of that. You don't just pop up with 17,000 ballots unless you really know where the bodies are buried. Well, we've been telling them about the bodies being buried for a long time. But they are institutionally afraid. They're dishonest in everything that they do, but they are afraid of the institutional rot. That's why I say institutionally afraid, because you have the rot of the judiciary. We've already proven that they're going to weaponize that against the American people. You have the rot when it comes to the legislators. They have zero ability to have any courage. They have picked the weakest people among us in order to go and actually represent the people. And so they do the biddings of really bad people, which in essence is it goes back to the intelligence community, the CIA, FBI, all the three-letter agencies. So, you know, you're not going to be surprised by what they do. And even though we, we uncover it, now they're just going to run back into their closet, kind of like they did with the 46,000 hours of footage on the J6 prisoners. We've gotten 200 hours, and they would think they think we're stupid. They take their time, they go through another 100 hours and release it to us, minus anything that would be damning or would include FBI agents, informants, or other people that they know would lead to the underlying factor, which is that they manufactured that crisis as well. Yep. You know, go ahead, George. You no, no, I was something? gonna say we got yeah, two two speakers of the house already uh told us about releasing J6 footage and we yeah. got we got uh, peanuts. But Lance, I want to put up his website yeah. real quick so everybody can see it for him. Yeah. Let my people go dot movie M O V I E. That's where you can find his website. You can buy the DVD or stream it uh on Frank's speech, right? Correct? Yeah, so once you go there and you hit the button, we either send you a DVD or a Blu-ray. You can choose either one or we can stream it on Frank Speech. So if you hit the, the stream now on Frank Speech, it takes you to it. Um, if you use a promo code BIGMIG, B-I-G-M-I-G, uh, you can save 50% on it. Um, it means you can watch it streaming-wise for $10. You can get the DVD for, I think, $12 plus $9.99 shipping mm-hmm. the handaway. So, That's a good deal for the big MIG uh, subscribers and listeners. You catch that. You you get a major discount for using the big MIG promo code. But not only that, you get to support an America First important documentary. You can share it with relatives. It's a great stocking stuffer. I would highly recommend because let's face it, the most powerful group in the United States is the American people. If they would unify division is the weakness. That's what they want to do to us. They want to keep us divided by race, religion, party, uh, you know, ethnicity and any other tool they can use because divided we're weakened. You know, we're 360 million versus 535 along with some deep state funding snakes like Zuckerberg, George Soros, Alexander Soros, Klaus Schwab, Yuval Harari, you know, the list goes on. But if you add another hundred of them, that only gives you 635. Yes, they have deep pockets. But let me tell you something. It's very difficult to beat hundreds of millions of people when they're all focused on the true criminality in D.C. George, I see you wrapping your hands there. That usually means you're ready to say something <laughs> no because we're, we're, he's doing this pete joe you know it's coming adhd man <laughs> adhd so uh, no we're speaking because there's so much you know about to talk about elections and actually one of my favorite um elections the way you broke it down on conservative daily i forget the um tech guy's name he had on there where he took his mark. cell mark yeah mark yeah where he took his cell phone, the computer, yeah. the flash drive. He actually broke it down so people could actually see it. That's my top all favorite because you, 100%, he's showing you right there how it's done and been done. But 
Where do we go? Time. Huh? In real time. It was like real time. Real time. Yeah. It was unbelievable, Joe. That was honestly one of the most amazing episodes you put together. And the truth is the media completely ignored it because they don't want to disclose the truth. I believe they're completely weaponized and controlled against us. You see what's going on. We see it constantly, even on mainstream media. They want to ignore the truth of the bio labs in Ukraine. They want to ignore the truth about what happened with the vote switching overseas. They want to ignore Dominion, Skydal, Smartmatic. Doesn't matter whether it was a you know a uh, uh, somebody pulling out uh, ballots from underneath a table or somebody was pulling a van up in Detroit with ballots in it. You know, I coined the word early on, "deadmocrats." because we know the voter rolls are just completely removed. That word took off on Urban Dictionary. Uh, it, but at the end of the day, you see all this, and it, it, it's like we often compare it to somebody punching you in the nose and then denying, you know, you're bleeding, they've broken your nose, and they say, I didn't punch you in the nose. We're like, well, here's a photo of you punching me in the nose. Oh, that's not, that's not, I, that, I didn't do that. But here's the video of you punching me in the nose. I didn't punch you in the nose, Joe. It never. I, you didn't get punched. You must have fallen or something. It's, it's that crazy, and, and they look at us like, and you know, uh, Grok, the AI on um, X. X, just called the Big Mig Show, said that we were trendsetters, but that we were also conspiracy theorists, <laughs> which at this point we know is a badge of honor because this week's conspiracy theory is next week's fact. But how, Joe, here's the question, man, and this is the one we always come down to because we always want to give the listeners some hope. Man, what do we? Where do we go from here? Because we know we need paper ballots, and we know they probably need to be watermarked, and we know we need hand counting, and we know we need voter ID. They're flooding our border uh, with with the, with criminal. You know, uh, it's a criminal organization that potential just completely. Voters. And they're all potential voters because they're keeping a list. We've heard from our sources that they're taking the information, even without true, because most of them don't even have IDs because they're throwing out their IDs away, and they're letting Ben Bergwam and, and Michael Yan pick them up. The truth is they're giving fake identities. They're, they're, they're being mixed into the United States. Where do we go from here? How do we fix this? We've got this onslaught, five, six million false voters they're going to be put in. We know Joe Biden is getting ready to cheat again if they're even going to use him, if it's not going to be Big Mike and, and uh, Newsom. I think it's going to be Big Mike and Newsom is going to be the announcement because they're going to say Joe's decided not to run or whatever because at this point I don't think he's, he's going such to a disaster. Run I mean, they, they can't keep him out of diapers. So, Joe, what do we do? How do we fix it now? And how do we get enough people in the United States to recognize that it has to be fixed by us? So I, th I think you have to look at you have to look at the the prescription, right? So the prescription, if you go back over the last four thousand years, has always been the people. And if you go to Let My People Go and you watch the movie, at the very movie, it talks about Gideon. Um, and we have this thing called the Gideon Project. The Gideon, if you know anything about the story of Gideon and Gideon's armies, you they went from, you know, 30,000 to 10, 32,000 to 10,000, 10,000 to 300. Those 300 defeated 185,000 people and also was running off about 15,000 after they, and, that, and not one of them lost their life. And so do we want to go to battle? The answer is no, we don't. But we're just looking for a few good men. We're looking for 300, 400, 500 in every community across the United States that are willing to stand up and say no. They're willing to use the word no in order to protect those that are most in need. We call that standing in a place of interposition between those that would do harm and those to be harmed. And you, you would say, well, Joe, that, that sounds like you're, you're you know, operating or asking for violence. Well, no, 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 we're, we're looking for force. The evil has never relented in the history of man. And every single time there's been a, a rise in tyranny, look in the 1940s, 
with you know uh, Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was revered. He was revered. He was People Magazine's, or excuse me, Time Magazine's Man of the Year. Right here's a guy that's a murderous thug, and they were he was being revered. Well, what is happening in the country now? What is happening around the world? They got Caitlyn Jenner, uh, you know Bruce Jenner, on the on the cover of every magazine. You got the border wide open. Mm. We're talking about how it's right, but people are being trafficked. I mean, there's 86,000 children that disappeared. Mm-hmm. These trafficking operations. I want to help people too. Like I, I truly want. I've lived my life that way. But do we want to take 86,000 children and give them over to people that are using them in the sex trade? Because that's what's happened, right? Little boys and little girls are being used at the at the whim of some really 100 percent. Right, so so we've got to start talking about the real issues that, that plague us. But we need three, four, five hundred men to show up to every council meeting. We need the people that are sitting in these positions of trust and authority, who, by the way, are selected, not elected, at every level. Every they're not just stealing the president of the United States; they're stealing everything. And they're not mm-hmm. just stealing it for Republicans; they're stealing it for Democrats. Stealing they're stealing it from everybody, right? They're they're choosing their candidate. So we've got to be able to rise up in such a way that it doesn't require violence. And then we push these people out. They've done it. They did it in a town in Michigan. They basically just changed all the locks on them, kicked yeah. all the people to town. Yeah, I saw that. Great story. Can we do that in the White House? Can we change the locks on the White House? Why can't we? We could. I mean, you have some, you have some freak in the Senate building that's having butthole sex in the in the Senate. Yeah. You know. I mean, come on now. This he is got fired thing. finally today. You got fired. How about you? The fact that you could walk peacefully into the Capitol and not do anything. And you get 20 years in prison. But if you mm-hmm. walk in there and have, have gay sex on a, on a table in mm-hmm. a Senate room, hearing room, that's, that's Which there are statutes for that sort of behavior that should be enforced. But, yeah. you know, that's the big – that's something I always circle back to. I kid around a lot on this show that I want to be the – I'm not qualified and I don't deserve the position, but I would like to be the OIG. And I want to be called Lance the Grim Reaper Miliacho OIG. At the end of the day, the problem I see in D.C. and throughout – everything from state government down to county level, is that there are no consequences. There's no accountability. The behavior is being reinforced. So whether it's this ridiculous DEI, LGBTQT plus, you know, 65-135, every time I turn around, they add another number, another letter, and it's forced rhetoric. It's brainwashing. They want to push it in the school system so that our, our children think it's normal, that it's a normal process. We're seeing, you know, that transgender thing that took took its top off at, 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 the, at the White House during that event. But then you take the other side of it. You see the, the and I can't, this is something I can't figure out because let's face it, the SEC has, and so does the FCC, has specific rules about advertising and using airwaves and the rest of it. I don't understand how these Democratic shills, we've seen the large group that's paid on X and other groups, that there's pictures of them in D.C., all all excited, and they're getting checks every month, and yet they, it doesn't say sponsored post. They sit there, they get driven, uh, you know, narratives from Signal or other private channels, and they're told, this is the narrative, push on this. And they're organized in a way that's trickery, right? It's, it's a lie to the American public. The, the, the problem comes from how do you stop those sort of things? I mean, we got lucky that Elon Musk has disclosed a lot of it. Has he disclosed all of it? Absolutely not. There's way more to the story. We hear lots of stories from coming inside. George and I were talking about this just the other day that, you know, so many of the American public are just confused, right? They don't get it. 
They don't realize that they are being lied to on every front. So how do you convince them that this is needed? Because they're, listen, take the paid people out, take the bots out, take the paid shills out. You have to be honest. There's a tremendous amount of people that you see venting on social media. And this is how we get the tone because we're more social media guys than you. You're probably the smarter one because you stay off of it more than we do. It's part of our model and we, we're on there constantly. He's running all but his businesses. So Oh, God, but George, how many times do we see somebody and they're just you know, pontificating on there? Oh, my God, Trump's a misogynist. I, and, and, he, and he's got, and he uses too much self-tanner, and I don't understand why he's looking at the UFC girl. These are legitimate, these are actual real accounts because we look at them, we can tell by the replies that they're probably not boxers. Because he shows. wasn't looking at the fighter's body. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, who's not going to look at an attractive yeah. UFC guy if you're a straight male? But yet, they want to give us these insanely twisted individuals, and it's a mental health crisis, right? I mean, this guy that got caught having, you know, homosexual sex in the Senate room, that's, that's not a one-off. What we're hearing, we've heard it over and over again, is that there's lots of that kind of stuff going on in D.C. because there's no consequences. How do we get back to them having to, you know, let's face it, Joe, if you insider trade tomorrow on some information I just provided you, we're both going to jail. Right. How, how do we get back to that? I mean, it's going to take, again, we got to get back to prescription, and prescription is always the people. The hard part is, is that we have to recognize, we keep, you know, trying to use innuendos and ingratiating ourselves with people that don't don't deserve our ingratiation. In other words, we, we want to sit here and say we you know back to blue. Well I back to blue in my neighborhood if they do the right thing. Why would I why would I have this universal deal to say I back everyone that, that wears a uniform? It's just not true. It's being disingenuous. And then we want to try and reason with cops when they have Antifa burning down buildings. And we want to reason with them saying we we backed you. Why are you not backing us? You betrayed us. Get out of here. The second that they use the words, I'm just doing my job, they, they, they become the enemy of the people, mm -hmm. right? And we have, to start, we have to start drawing the line in the sand that the Americans are over here and everyone else is over there. Right? And you, if you don't like it, tough. You know, yeah. I want to add something, Lance, because we're talking about the Democrats, the paid, you know, the guys paid the post. You have a failed GOP because the GOP is doing nothing to combat that, to even take social media influencers, pay them to put, talk, put like, ads out for them and stuff. They're not doing it. They're just... They're non-existent. They'd rather just, Ron would rather spend money on flowers and decorating offices and private yeah. flights and anything. $90,000 this year on floral mm. arrangements is my understanding. You know, she raised $250 million for election integrity. Nothing was done about it. She's buying wardrobes of clothing, remodeling mm. uh, offices and residences. You know, the misappropriation and misuse of funds, you would think that would be criminal. If you raise monies and you don't use it for what you raise the money for, that's that's fraudulent conversion. At what? the end of the day, you would think that we'd have a process, but we've got this weaponized FBI. You know, we've been talking, Joe, and they're great guys. We deal with the suspendables a lot. You know, Kyle Serafin and, and awesome, uh, Garrett O'Boyle and Steve yep. Friend. And, and, when you know, Sonia Labasco, we have a great relationship with her. They're great people. Those are the kind of people we would want to have as agents and officers, but they're pushing them all out when they become whistleblowers, which they're supposed to have protected status. But the truth of the matter is there is no protected status for them. They're getting attacked. They're getting alienated. They're being, they're, they're, you know, they're uh, you, Steve Gray, an amazing guy, the exact guy we would want as an FBI agent, pushed out because the criminality from the top down, they're trying to force people that went there to defend the country and defend the people they're they're making them become criminals and maybe these guys don't want to be criminals you know the, the the collusion 
that we see between the DOJ and it rolls downhill. And you, we both know that what happened to Rudy Giuliani should have never happened. Up. I was yeah, going to bring that up. I want to. I wanted to ask him a question. Well, you Lance. take it over, George. Because I know you feel extremely strong about the Giuliani so, situation. I was looking at, like with all this election, you know, fraud. Is there a way to introduce this in a court where it actually be put on put on record? And I was thinking, like Giul Giuliani's case. I don't know. I haven't really looked they into didn't it. Let him. They, they wouldn't didn't let, let him. him. Yeah. Is that the, okay? Yeah, if that explains a, it, because I wasn't saying. This is a longer, we should do a longer podcast on this. Unfortunately, I had to go get on my plane. Oh, um, okay. Well, so and, and, and we appreciate the time you did give us, Joe. So we want to make sure you have time to plug the documentary because that's one of the main reasons we wanted John Day to support it. So maybe we need to re revisit the Giuliani situation. Yeah. I'd love to have you I'm back so on the show. Maybe you can bring Apollo. We'll do a thing. When you get back to Denver, call me. Let's connect on the other stuff right. we talked about. But let's plug the documentary right now so we don't make you miss your flight and your wife doesn't kill you and then me. <laughs> it's, his, it's his wife's birthday and he's oh. rushing back. Happy birthday, <laughs> Mrs. Olbin. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> She's an amazing woman put up with me for over 20 years. Incredible. Congratulations on that. Happy birthday um, to her from all of us. So so the, here, here's what I would tell you. The, the let my people go dot movie, right? It's a, look, it's a, it's a documentary. It's about two hours of your life. If you don't come out the other end of that pissed off about what the government has done to people that are just your neighbors, um, I don't know what will. And it's not, again, it's not an issue of Republican or Democrat. It's an issue of, are they telling us the truth? Are they stealing our voice? Are they manipulating us in any way? And if they are, then that means that they're not representing our interests. And that's really what we have to look at. So that's what this documentary does. It gets to the root of it in a very simple way that nobody can dispute. I mean, there's zero way that you can dispute factual evidence that's presented in this in this documentary and how we would have never had a January 6th had we not had a November 3rd stealing of the election. Absolutely. Well, Safe God travels. bless you, Joe. Make that flight. We really appreciate you joining us for the time you had. Let's do it again very soon. Safe flight, Joe. All right. God bless. All right. God bless you guys. All right. Sites. 99% of the web will be off limits. For your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. 
vet-founded, vet-focused, and beard-operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last.